Hey, potential podcast listeners, let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician, and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. And Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So, if you want to avoid an uncomfortable office visit or prefer the convenience and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com potential and get 25% off your test using code POTENTIAL25. Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com potential using the promo code POTENTIAL25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being, and let's get checked. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more, this is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Ted Sokol, and join my co-host and fellow pal, along for the ride, Chris Dewar. Today's episode, we're reviewing the American comedy film, Joyride. This is directed by Adele Lim in her feature directorial debut and written by Cherry Cheva, kind of bridesmaid slash hangover. Uh, trailers are hilarious, so we were pretty excited to check this out. Uh, Chris, give us a brief synopsis of Joyride. So we have two best friends, Audrey and Lolo, and Audrey is given this opportunity to go to China for this business deal. These are two best friends that um, Lolo is of uh, natural parents, but Audrey was adopted from white parents and they met and became best friends when they were young. And they've stayed that way for, you know, up to the present day when the film starts. And along this journey, there is... Audrey's best friend as well, who is an actress in China working on uh, film and TV. And Lolo ends up bringing her cousin, Deadeye, who uh, is supposed to be going to a K-pop thing. But uh, the four of them tail along through this journey in China, which then ends up being an actual quest, Audrey, to find her birth mother. And yes, trailers are coming out. I remember thinking, okay, I'm loving the diversity. I'm loving the cast. Um, this looks interesting. And, you know, again, we've been seeing these kind of trends of uh, of raunch comedies that then also spin as kind of a culturally interesting kind of film where it's it's kind of two films in one. And uh, I was excited to check this out. You had seen it and recommended it. So my fiance and I went and saw it. And um, I think ultimately the cast does very well. We, we were both drawn the most to Sabrina Wu, who plays Deadeye. Um, we've seen some of her TikToks uh, and YouTube specials. You know, she's she's a stand-up comedian um, and they have some really hilarious uh, content. Uh, and this character of Deadeye was really the quirky, kind of funny cousin that uh, 
has a lot of weird things to say. Um, I think the cast did well. I think the film, it was a weird marriage of where they wanted to go raunchy and if it was for on purpose or just to be raunchy and then the actual plot. And again, this is one of those comedy films where the cast gets to do some things that legally would never happen. Like just would never happen. They would be in jail and sometimes the plot just has yeah. to move along. And so I do flaw the film for some of that. Cause this is like a traditional thing that happens. A lot of comedy films where some things that happen, you're like, like straight out of the trailer, there's a whole scene on this train where this drug dealer who's clearly crazy is like, you're all drug dealers now. And they like, she blows a bunch of snort on all of them and, and they have to put pills and different body parts and stuff. And the cops finally come up to the room and they're like, uh, just get off the train. We don't we just want to deal with them. I'm like, it be that would never happen. And, and even like, you know, trying to fly to another country impersonating as a K-pop group. Um, although the scene was really funny. I'm like, it would never happen. So there's, there's certain things that I'm like, it's just, it's kind of that trend with some movies where it's like, you have to kind of put away logic for some of the plot points. What I thought was the charm of this film was these four main actresses. They really do bond very well and each have their individual characters led by Ashley Park and Sherry Cola. Um, you know, Stephanie Sue, who, you know, coming off of, you know, her incredible work in the 2022 Best Picture winner, uh, Everywhere, Everything, All at Once. I mean, she's incredible. Uh, and this was a really funny character. I really loved her. They kind of give a, each character a different kind of character trait that really plays to when things get hectic. How does that, you know, inspire what's happening in the situation, uh, especially sexually yeah. for a lot of these characters? Um, which which that comes, uh, there's a, a very big thing, an overarching theme where I will definitely say with these characters, there's that's where the raunch comes from is these almost um you know sex positive but also sexually frustrated you know women and kind of uh, which i think is great because and it can be funny it is a little over the top but i will say i i found myself laughing you know quite a bit but i think the overarching theme in general is identity i think you know with our main character uh finding her birth mom and like where she you know we're talking about asian identity asian american identity and i think there's that sexual orientation and um, gender identity. So they cover a lot of ground, but it's all, it can be a little overwhelming because they're trying to put so much in one film. So I think sometimes the film doesn't know what kind of film it wants to be. Is it going to be pure raunch-com? Yeah. Or, you know, like I said, where a film like The Hangover, it's a raunch-com. Um, where Bridesmaid, there's moments like that, but it, it has a lot of heart. Where I think this film, especially towards the end, there's this really great, you know, kind of, um scene where the main character really gets to have this catharsis in this moment of um knowing about her mother and things like that so i think that's where um that's where the strength of the film lies that there is a lot of heart to the film but there is a little bit like what does it want to do and there is like i said this one does you know push the envelope in the realm of you know suspended disbelief for sure yeah because i actually really enjoy the the heart story that goes along with you know her her discovering what happened with her mother, you know, why was she given up when she was a baby, how she became adopted, um, and I mean how it plays into, you know, her frustrations of, you know, 
very typical in a comedy where we, you know, in most movies where we have all the fun, all the hijinks. And then at some point, our main characters all get in some argument or fight because some bad things happen. And then they all disperse and go on their individual journeys until they finally come back to the end and they're all friends again. Um, and this, you know, film follows that. But I, I, yeah, I, I actually enjoyed the heart version of this story. I was I was on for it. And um, we do get a little kind of cameo role from Daniel Day Kim, which was fantastic. Um, not for comedic purposes, just for a really sweet scene. And um, And I mean, there was moments where I would chuckle it was few times for me that I really laughed out loud, to be honest. Um, but there was a few scenes where it really was getting me. And I think that's just the hard thing with some of these movies is there's the initial pull to, we want to, you know, kind of do a, a raunch comedy with this, um, you know, cultural cast in a way, I think if they had done a film with this cast and done nothing about China, and just in a raunch comedy about sexual frustration, all that kind of stuff, and maybe it played into a wedding or something, it maybe would have been a little different in terms of we're just having yeah. an Asian No, cast. I agree. But I think because they played so much into we're going to China, and she's like, I've never been to China. And they're like, oh, you're going to love China. And then we have like Lolo's whole family, which is like very traditional, like, you know, and the grandma was cracking me up because she had such a funny voice. And, you know, she's very loving and like she she kind of loves Audrey as her own kind of daughter. Um, and we got Ronnie Chang in here. He, he seems to be in every movie nowadays with some kind of Asian If cast. you need a kind of outlandish, um, you know, business kind of tycoon yeah. guy, that's him. <laughs> he's he's always available um, as the, the Chinese businessman that she's supposed to do, you know, uh, business with. And and that's where I kind of was like, well, they either could have just gone straight really into the we're going to the china route and we're doing all that or we could have split the films and you know and even the way it ended with the way the movie ended i was kind of like oh i could see a sequel where it's just the four of them going on these road trips yeah and traveling and doing different things and the hijinks that happened and i would almost love to see that where it's nothing to do with china or like you know uh you know their their kind of history so it's kind of a weird thing. It's like it's a battle well, between I, the two worlds. I agree. It's a very um, weird thing where she's going to get this deal. Oh, but to get the deal, she's got to find her mom. And it would have been better if, like, I'm just going to find my yeah, mom. Like, and it's all about identity and stuff like that. And I think <clears throat> that I, going back and think of that, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. It's like there's too many things the film's trying to do at once. And it's like, let's just put these four. And you could put them in any other scenario. And I think if it's a straightforward comedy road trip plot, it'll it'll work really well. Yeah, because they they have a good chemistry. The four of them. I mean, yeah, Ronnie Chang, his whole his whole uh, you know stance is like, well, how could I get in business with someone who doesn't even know their family, like where they came from? And in a realistic world, if you were like, I was given up as a baby and I was adopted. I lived in America my entire life by white parents. A business person would be like, oh, okay, so that's your life. Like you know, yeah. your white parents. But again, this whole like we want the traditional of like you know, it's so much of your your lineage and where you come from, which I mean, it leads to some beautiful moments in the film, but against the ridiculous stance of, yes, she, she only wants to go find her birth mother purely to be like, Hey, I need you to come to this business meeting so that I can get this business deal so I could become partner. 
but she really has no interest in meeting her birth mother. So, you know, again, it's one of those like the, you know, the the comedy films where it's going to be like you're lying to get your ultimate goal. Yeah. So, again, not a bad film, but it's like one that I realistically don't need to see again. It was kind of a one and done. Some really funny moments, some not so funny moments, uh, a little mix of the two stories. I applaud the cast um, and I would love to see. I'd be interested to see, you know, if they did a Joyride 2 or something with the four of them set in different parts of the world and just where they are at this point in their lives. So, uh, but again, yeah, the shout, the shout out to me was a standout was Sabrina Wu as dead. I was, uh, I think the funniest of the four. <laughs> so uh, ultimately I'm going to give Joyride. It's going to sit at like a, like a, uh, it's like 6.5 oh, to 7 out right. of 10 for me. Yeah. I'm going to give, I'm going to give it mine. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to give mine a 7.5 uh, out of 10, uh, close to an eight. Um, but uh, yeah, I agree for everything we talked about. Um, I would love, I would love to see this cast though. And, and something else um, potentially if they want to go a different route for a sequel, Hey, who knows, but that was uh, you can check out Joyride in theaters. And that was this edition of potential picks. Thanks for listening to the potential podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the potential podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.